Blog Talk Radio. Hi, my name is Nick from the Marlins Catch Podcast. Make sure to follow us at Marlins Catch on Twitter and Instagram. For more Marlins content, check out our website at themarlinscatch.com. The Marlins Catch Podcast is sponsored by the Baseball Podcast Network. And you can follow the Baseball Podcast Network on following platforms. Instagram, Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, Baseball Podcast One, without the T. YouTube and SoundCloud at Baseball Podcast Network. You can listen to the Marlins Catch Podcast live on blogtalkradio.com or download the Marlins Catch Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Enjoy the show. Gracias. What is going on, guys, and welcome back to the Marlins Catch Podcast. I am your host, Nixon, and I'm joined here by Lissandro Chimazo. What's up, guys? Hope you guys are doing good. Yes, so we have another episode of the Marlins Catch Podcast here, right here on the blogtalkradio.com, and we are just going to recap the unfortunate slow series for the Fish, as they have not been playing good at all. Um we really, you know, it's just it's been struggle. It's been a struggle here for the fish, and we're just you know it. Before we do that, we will be going into our weekly awards. So you guys know we do this every week here on the Mall and Catch podcast, and uh, yeah, so it's just a daily thing. And guys, uh, we do not have any questions uh, this week for the um, for the Instagram stories. I forgot to put it up this week, guys. Is uh, you know, it was, uh, I had a lot of things to do. I am sorry about that, guys. But we are going to jump right into this. So first here for the weekly awards, my hitter of the week. Uh, you know, it, it really wasn't a lot to choose from, but I really saw a nice production at the plate from Martin Prado. Now, he hasn't really started all the games, and now he is. He's been doing absolutely fantastic for the fish, and that's really what we need. Uh, having two hits on the fifth, one hit on the third, and then on the 30th in the Cleveland series having two hits. So that is, in fact, five hits in two series right there. Again, he's averaged up to 288. I'm very, very impressed with Martin Prado and how he's been doing. I really, really love seeing the production at the plate from Martin. Yeah, Nick. Um, it was a great, great week for a solid week for Martin Prado um, with those five hits and, and becoming a, a leadership role here, especially since his leadership role here in Miami. Um, I got to give my um, hitter of the week to Brian Anderson, who had 17 at-bats. Um, he got four hits, um, three walks, and he had three RBIs. So he did strike out four times, but uh, I got to give mine to, to Brian Anderson. He had a, a pretty solid week, in which was a very slow week for the, for the fish. Yeah, definitely slow week for the fish. And Anderson really... One of our big cornerstones there is that's really what we need is from him. So seeing that from him, very, very pleased to see that. And uh, you know, hopefully we definitely see more. Now going to our pitcher of the week, I saw a huge day. Pitcher Pablo Lopez at the Miami Mons. And you know, seeing what he really could do at the plate, definitely. Not, I, I, sorry, I guess from the mound. Seeing what he really could do is great. Going up six innings, three hits, not letting up a single run. And seeing that from Pablo as well. You know, I'm I'm upset. I'm having pulled him out so early, but I really think that he really had a productive um, doing at at the uh, mound, and I really want to see more from Pablo Lopez moving forward. 
Yeah, Nick. It's a, it was an amazing performance by by Pablo Lopez. Um, I was also kind of I'm kind of with you on that. Uh, I don't I don't agree with Mattingly pulling him out, but Pablo Lopez lately has been uh has been really solid. But I got to give mine again to, um, to Caleb Smith, who again was our pitcher that that won the game for us. Our only game, our only game won this week. It has to be Caleb Smith uh, against. He had he pitched the second game against the Indians on Wednesday. Um, he had seven. He pitched seven innings, allowed only four hits, one run, and eight strikeouts. That was that was pretty solid performance by Caleb Smith, who has been our best pitcher, I guess you can say especially being in the fifth uh, rotation spot, but uh, i got to give it to Caleb Smith. Yeah, and Caleb Smith definitely pitching. I like an ace right now. Very, very pleased on Caleb Smith. And if anybody will be in the All-Star game representing the fish, it will be him. I can guarantee that. Okay. Now, recapping the uh, past series for the fish, really, again, we were not looking up to par at all. Really, just wish we could have saw better from the fish and you know, sitting at 9:24. Hopefully, we get a win tonight against Chicago up in Wrigley Field at 8 o'clock tonight on Fox Sports Florida tonight. And you know, we will just be recapping the past series for the Fish here, right on the Mullins Catch podcast. So let's just get into it right now. Here, Fish, you guys all know we're off Monday, so they did not have a game Monday, and only three games. No, I'm sorry, guys, but yeah, you know, only two game series against the Cleveland Indians this week. As they lost, they got swept. No, they they lost one seven to four on Tuesday. One day they won four to two, so we saw a split there against the Indians. And then Friday they lost to the Braves seven to two. Saturday lost nine to two to the Braves. And then yesterday they lost three to one. So that's a clean sweep from the Atlanta Braves. And I'm really just not too happy about that. You know, I don't like getting uh, swept, whatever. And I know, you you know, you say, hey, the Fish aren't exactly winning right now. But you know, that's still no excuse. You're still going to go out there and you're still going to play. Yeah, you know, your tails off. And, you know, seeing that struggling from the fish and, you know, there's a terrible week behind us. And we got to look forward to the uh, upcoming series and try to get back on track. Yeah, Nick. Um, it was a really difficult um, loss again. A difficult week for the fish, only winning one game, like you said. Um, I believe this is our fourth um, sweep series um, the Fish have had the early start of the season, and it's very frustrating to see our batters not not getting it going. Uh, to help out our, our rotation, our, our bullpen was pretty shaky against uh, the Braves. Um, so it wasn't it wasn't again not the best week for the Marlins on winning one game. And, LaFonda, do you think Caleb Smith having a really solid outing, he's still, you know, not putting up a lot of run support, but do you think if the Mullins just had that run support there that they could have gotten the the win in that, in that game? Against the Indians, yeah. Um, without the without the run support, um, Caleb Smith did allow a run, so, and Sergio Romo did allow a, a home run in the ninth inning that game. If Rosal Herrera, who did not have that that big RBI game, I don't I don't think the Fish would have would have been able to to beat the Indians, even if we had that that really good starting performance by um, Caleb Smith. 
So we got we gotta we gotta get our bats going. Like we really need that run support because our pitchers can't can't do all the work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. You know, and you know, again, as the run support is not there, it's not consistent, and it really does struggle. It really just you know it makes me upset because. I I don't again I don't expect to go out there and win every game, but I expect to go out there and try. And I know they are trying hard to win, but you know really just seeing that struggling from the pitch it really just it just puts a sour thing in, in in my mouth. And another question for you, Osanjo, is do you think that Brian Anderson with his recent struggles and also Stalin Castro only batting two nineteen, do you think it's also a big issue because of our big bats not doing well? Yeah, Nick. Um, Starling Castro has, in his last 21 at bats is 0 for 21. He drew one walk um, in this past week. Like, if Starling Castro isn't getting it done, that's that's going to be a problem. Castro had 19 at bats this week in five games. Didn't strike out once, but he only got on base once with a walk and he gets zero hits. Nothing like if people like Starling Castro. Which is our, our 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 main bat, I guess you can say. If he's not getting on base, not 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 producing runs, it's going to be extremely hard for the Martins to be able to to win games because, it like our it's it's our main batter, our one of our main batters, um, not producing. How do we expect to the other other batters to produce? Like, we got we got. Starting Castro, starting Castro and Brian Anderson. Brian Anderson had a decent week, but they got they got they got to do more to step it up and and start start helping our pitchers out. Yeah, you're totally right with that. You know, and seeing the big struggle really just you know it just sucks. Uh, I do expect more from the fish, and uh, hopefully we can get more into that. All right, so. Yeah, so let's talk about more, really, let's talk about now the upcoming schedule for the Fish coming into this. But, you know, um, again, you know, we do play the Chicago Cubs this week, but, you know, we're just, I'm going to say the upcoming schedule for the Fish here. Lissandra will get your uh, serious prediction on that and then your keys to winning the game right after I say the schedule here. So, today we take on the Cubs at 8.05, tomorrow the Cubs at 8.05, and Wednesday at 8.05 as well. And Thursday eight oh at two twenty on the Thursday. So that's four games and the Thursday game is a day game. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday we are taking on the New York Mets guys at City Field. So we are on a road trip coming up here. Um and all three games no, two games at seven ten, Sunday's game is at one o'clock, and then we will be taking on the Tampa Bay Rays down here in Miami. So Lissandra, let's get your um series prediction here and your keys to beating the New York Mets and the Chicago Cubs both the way. So what's interesting about the Chicago Cubs and the New York Mets is that earlier this season we've gotten swept by both of them, which was was very hard, I guess you could say, for the Fish. Um, our keys, our keys for for the for these series is just attacking, attacking early. Our our pitching has to be there, and attacking early, I think you can say more. We gotta, we gotta. Get get run. We gotta we gotta score early in the games because they both of these teams both have decent bullpen. Um, they also have decent starters, but um, 
I think the key has, has to be the offense has to click since the since at least the first four innings, which has not been the case for the fish. Um, we we got to attack early on both of on both of these series. Um, I think that's going to be the the, the main thing because our pitching has been consistent overall this this year. Um, it has it's our offense, so I think our offense needs to attack early to to be the key to. Uh, to winning these series, or at least splitting at least those series against the clubs, got to attack early. Mm-hmm. And Lissandra, what is your prediction for the first one? You go with the four series, four game three series with the Cubs. What is your prediction on who will be taking that series? My prediction for the Chicago Cubs will have to be I think we did get, we got swept last time in Miami against the Cubs. So we will be playing in their, their home turf. Um, it's going to be a very hard series. They they do, they, they have a, a very solid lineup with like Javi Baez, um, Chris Bryant. Um, but I think I think we can we can at least split the uh, the series against the Cubs, depend, depending on how how our offense um, shows up. If our offense shows up, I I really I really think we could we can take two two out of two out of four, like we did against the Rockies. Opening, opening, opening day, opening day weekend. Mm-hmm. I like I, the confidence, there, Sandro. I do, I do, and hopefully we do. And the Mets series, the three-game series in City Field. What do you think about that? The Mets series uh, is kind of tricky. Uh, the Mets have been extremely good overall this uh, this year. If I believe they are one point, they well, they they dropped recently. Um, so they 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 did lose Jacob Degrom earlier in the season. I'm not sure if he's he's back. Um, no, Sundergaard has definitely shown up. Um, the bats are they're they're a solid overall team. Like I think we've said before. Um, I I think we can take. I don't think we can win the series. I think we can take at least one game. It's going to be extremely hard, especially in City Field. They're they're a really really good team. I'm not I'm not sure how how it'll play out. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm I'm not I'm not too, too sure about this about this series against the Mets. Yeah, yeah, you know it's gonna be an interesting series, and uh, you know it, it is hard to judge, and especially the fish. You know, you can think they're gonna get swept both times in the series here. But, you know, you got Sandy going today against Hamels tonight. Then tomorrow you got Caleb Smith, our best pitcher, going against John Lester. And then Wednesday is Urania versus Hendricks. And Thursday it's Richards versus Darvish for the Cubs series. But then for the Mets, um, you know, yeah, it's still to be determined on the pitchers. you got to really follow the rotation and know it. But, um, you know, yeah, it's just, you know, it's really hard to judge. Hopefully we can win a series. It would be nice to win one <laughs> Um, but it's really just we've been struggling, uh, unfortunately, and we really just got to get back on track. But, you know, hopefully we do so I'll get back on track. All right, and this also leads into our next conversation about Caleb Smith pitching Wednesday. Yes, all in the title, is Caleb Smith the real deal? And what I mean real deal is, is he, an, is he a top pitcher that can stay consistent for the rest of the season and be an all-star and further that? Is he one of those – who can be at, and I believe, yes, he can. Caleb Smith has shown me the good tools here to be a great pitcher, and 
you know, I am seeing a lot from that from Caleb Smith, and you know, and you can judge maybe the farm system. There's some got some nice pitchers on there, but Caleb Smith, and when you look at the Dan Straley trade, it looks so good now since it's working out in our favor, and I'm very very pleased. Not the trade guys are released, um, but releasing Straley, putting Smith in the rotation was an excellent move now by the front office. Really, really am proud of Caleb Smith and what he's been doing. And you know, I just want to see, you know, him stay consistent. I really do. And, you know, seeing that big jump, and I think he can stay consistent. I do think he's legit. His stuff is way nastier than last year, and I do think he's a, a major league-ready pitcher, and I think he's going to be ready to go this season. What are your thoughts, Lissandro? Definitely, definitely agree with you, Nick. If last year, before his injury, he was definitely our one of our best pitchers, if not the best. Um, this year, he's just has gone on a different level, I guess you can say, for the fish. Um, he was no nobody, ex, not nobody really expected him even to make the, I guess you can say, the opening day roster. He just made it with the with the fifth fifth spot rotation due to his injury. We didn't know how he was going to come back. And he's come up explosive. Like he's he's definitely as a fifth rotation pitcher has come up as our best right now. Um, and I think he has the stuff to continue it throughout the whole year. His ERA does stand at like a, a solid two. Um, and that's fourth best in the in the major league. Um, I do think he he could be our all star this year if he keeps uh, keeps it up. Um, but yeah, he's just he's been really, really nice um, overall to start the season. He's been getting us every time he's on the mound. He gives us a chance to to win. His our offense is there that day. Caleb Smith definitely does his part on the mound to, to give us a chance to win for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. He does, and I've seen the consistent thing from Caleb, and I do think he is legit. And, yeah, going into some of the prospects here, I know this is a little bit of an off-topic here, but I just want to let you guys know about how, how our, some of our younger uh, players are doing down there. Lewis Brinson's still struggling down there in AAA. Only has two hits in his last two games. One for five again yesterday with two strikeouts. And, you know, he's been – the hit's been rough for him, but it's okay, you know. It's just – he, we get, I, we, got, we were more patient than we thought, but I know a lot of play, people are losing um, faith in him, and I don't, I know it's just it's a long process. But on the bright side, Hills Ramirez is batting 356 right now in Triple A. He's absolutely carrying. And JT Riddle also is batting 421 in the days in Triple A. So JT Riddle could be on the call up soon. Harold Ramirez, I think, deserves a call right now to get calls up. He needs to be a starter on this team. He deserves it. He's a great hitter down in Triple A. I really want to see that come up with me. I want to see him produce. Also with Austin Dean, really producing down AAA, but when he comes up to the majors, he is not hitting the ball where he wants to. And just really upsetting because I know he has what it takes to be a big league outfielder and stay consistent. But Austin Dean really is struggling in the majors. When he comes down to AAA, he tears it, comes up for one game, he gets four, goes four for four, and he can't get a hit after that. We saw that last year. We saw it this year. And, um, you know, it's just really upsetting to me. And, uh, you know, I just I, I want to see more from him, and you know, it's just you know, it's just it just it's upsetting. And also, Matt Snyder in AAA as well is a first baseman, which we like to see. He's batting three nineteen. So, yeah, just looking at Harold Ramirez, he deserves a call up right now because our outfielders outfielders are needy. 
We have Isaac Galloway down there, and I and um, Russell Herrera, who we are. We do like Russell Herrera a lot, but we really haven't seen the production out of the plate like we like to. Um, and I am mean, a little bit upset about that from him, but you know, it, you know, it's just struggling. You know, Isaac Galloway, who you know, I've always, I've always liked Isaac Galloway. Uh, I think he could be um, a good villain for right now. Of course, and I don't think he's gonna be the franchise guy here. But you know, he only batting 178. We'd like to see more from him, but that's just a Triple A thing there. And and Zach Gallon as well. You can't forget about him. Absolutely raking on the mound. So really, it's just it's absolutely incredible to see that from him. But I still do think it is a little early to call him up. So I do want to keep him down in Triple A for at least one more year and get him the call next year. Alessandro, your thoughts? Definitely agree with the the last comment you said about uh, Zach Gallon. He's been absolutely raking it. Um, not raking. Um, pitching outstanding for the for the for the baby cakes. Also, Lisa Hernandez. I know he like pitched uh, last year for us um, in the big leagues. But going back to Zach Gallen, Zach Gallen is playing. We're starting off really good. Don't still. I agree with you. We don't want to rush him into the major league. But he's definitely looking like a player that can that we can. In the future, um, he can be one of our our top. He'd be definitely be part of the rotation, as you can say. Um, maybe if once we get rid of if we get rid of Jose Ureña, we definitely have Zach Gallen there. Um, going to our hitters, um, I something I wanted to say earlier. Uh, I'm very glad. I'm really glad uh, Peter O'Brien was called up again by the fish. Uh, sadly, Garrett Cooper did get injured again, but Peter O'Brien uh, had a really good game from uh, yesterday, uh, Sunday, when he got two RBIs. Um, so it looks like the work in the minor league, uh, when they sent him down early in the season, really helped him out. You know, he's hitting the ball a lot better. Um, so that was good to see from Peter O'Brien. Um, I hope the same thing will happen to Austin Dean when we bring him up. Uh, he can look uh, sharper when he gets to the big leagues. Um, like you said before, Lewis Brinson is also. It's a shame he's still struggling, but I think he'll he'll be able to to turn that around soon. Um, he's only played three games, so hopefully um, he'll 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 get that going. JT Riddle, you also mentioned earlier, and Harold Ramirez have been raking it in. Uh, Triple A, especially more her Harold Ramirez, who's been there longer. I definitely agree with you, hundred percent. Harold Ramirez definitely should get the call up, like tomorrow or even today. Yeah. Like, he definitely, definitely deserves it. He's been outstanding. Uh, maybe send Isaac Galloway down, who's struggling right now, or Rosa Herrera, like you were saying. Both of them kind of struggling. Um, Hilda Ramirez, I think he will he will thrive up here in the in the big leagues. He will definitely give us a boost of, of confidence. Um, batting really well, so Harold uh, Ramirez should definitely get the call up soon. Yeah, and what you mentioned about Peter O'Brien coming in really hot. I'm very very happy to see that from Peter. Um, and you know, I I always I mean, yeah, I know you've always been a big fan of, of Peter O'Brien. And, 
you know, he, see, see, you know, he did hit the roof too, and I, I was surprised. That ball went high, and then it went down for a double. I was very yeah. happy to see that. I was like, that was crazy. And yeah, I know Peter O'Brien. Uh, you know, maybe the move down to AAA was a great idea, and it worked. It's working out for him. We can see that. So, um, you know, uh, hopefully it does, you know, does work out for him. And you know, I guess there's only a couple of bats, but I really just I like Peter O'Brien. And going back to Caleb Smith, I know he is only like 27, 28, so it really is hard to see if he is, you know, the, the plan moving on. But yeah, so I really want to see that production from him. And by the way, guys, we do have a caller in today. Uh, we have Chris, who was actually on the podcast before um, the for a couple of weeks. Is here to ask some questions. So, Chris, we're going to queue you in here and uh, welcome on board, Chris. Hey, what's going on, guys? Um, I don't know if anybody remembers me, but I was on the podcast before as a co-host. But um, I saw the title of this episode, and I was like, oh, I have the perfect question to ask. It's obviously going to be about um, Caleb Smith. Uh, he's been destroying it on the mound lately, and I have him in fantasy, so he's been putting up pretty good stats for me. <laughs> and, uh, um, you know, if he keeps playing like this, um, I was talking about it earlier with a friend that I think he's going to get the nod to be – um, the player to represent the Miami Marlins in this year's All-Star game taking place in Cleveland. Uh, I had to ask you guys if you guys would agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree with that. Like I was saying before you're on the podcast, I do think he would be the one to represent Miami um, due to the struggle with Brian Anderson and Stalin Castro. But maybe they turn it around too. Remember, Anderson only back in 244. Uh, nothing terrible, but we really want to see a lot more from him. Castro putting up 219, nothing Nothing great to see there. We want to see definitely more from him. But, yeah, I think Caleb Smith, if everything continues to be going the way it is, Caleb Smith will be the man to represent the Marlins um, at the All-Star game. Lissandra? Uh, yeah, Chris, uh, also, um, thank you for calling. Uh, so, going to your question, um, f- from what it looks right now, it, it definitely looks like Caleb Smith will – will represent us if he keeps on pitching consistently, which I believe he will. Um, yeah, I definitely definitely think he'll he'll be the, the person to to represent the Marlins in the Oscar game. I do hope to see um specifically Brian Anderson um turn it around since he's our, our franchise player. Um I hope to see him turn around and also hopefully get a, a chance to to, to represent us in the All-Star game, but for sure, Caleb Smith is is really, cons- if he stays consistent, um, he definitely, I definitely believe he will, he will um, represent us in the All-Star game, for sure. Now, um, I do have one more question, and I think this question has been buzzing around on the MLB this past, past <laughs> couple of days. Um, between every franchise, in the MLB, Matt Kemp was traded to the Cincinnati Reds this offseason in a trade mm-hmm. going from the Dodgers to the Reds. And, well, he just got released. He did just get released. And rumors have been going around that the Marlins could be somewhat interested. And, you know, Matt Kemp, he's, he's, had, his, he's, had, his, he's had his good years. Do you think he could take that, take his talents to Miami? I think that, I mean, I thought it was a possibility, but 
do you guys honestly believe that Miami can go out and sign Matt Kemp? Hmm. Well, there hasn't really been, uh, Chris, you know, like sh- signs of the interest of Miami, but I can see a fit. Um, him age 34, Matt Kemp, a little up there in age, hasn't really been hitting like he used to be. But, you know, outfield is the position that we need, and, you know, potentially if we call up Harold Ramirez and he works out this year, I don't see the need of Matt Kemp. But, again, I do like the idea of Matt Kemp coming up. We do need it in the outfield. I am getting tired of Brian Anderson playing right field. Um, I do want him back at third base. I, I like John Birdie, but I don't like John Birdie starting in the lineup is what we're trying to do. Uh, I like Anderson at third base where he's supposed to be. And, you know, and then right field, you know, potentially could be a spot for him or, um, or depending wherever he wants to play. But Harold Ramirez would also be good in left field. Then we can just work down to Marcel Herrera, maybe in center. You know, and then Isaac Galloway maybe get sent down. I don't know. It would really have to depend, uh, work out in the situation of itself. But, yeah. But, yeah, Chris, thank you so much for calling in today. Uh, you know, we're actually running out of time here on the podcast. So we're going to have to end it here. Chris, thank you again for calling in today to the Mall and Sketch. Yep. Remember, it is on my story. It will always be on my story to call in this week. I forgot again, guys. Sorry. I will be having you on there next week. But, guys, thank you guys so much for listening to the Mall and Sketch podcast. Make sure to head over to blog talk, uh, the baseballpodcastnetwork.com. Head over there and get your Lewis Brinson T-shirt. And also make sure to put in the promo code BPN10 at WYARD.com and say 10% off any order from that website. Again, promo code BPN10. 10% off any order. But again, Lissandra and me, wishing you guys all a great Monday, and we'll see you next time. The Marlins Catch is produced by Benson Fexer. The Marlins Catch is a production of the Baseball Podcast Network. Be sure to give our hosts a follow on Instagram, Nick, at Marlins Double Underscore News, and Lissandro, at The Marlins Universe. Follow The Marlins Catch on Instagram, at The Marlins Catch. For more of The Marlins Catch content, be sure to head over to their website, at TheMarlinsCatch.com. And for more Baseball Podcast Network content, head over to BaseballPodcastNet.com. Follow the official Baseball Podcast Network social media platforms. Instagram, Baseball Podcast Net. Twitter, at Baseball Podcast One. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-1. YouTube, at Baseball Podcast Network. And SoundCloud, at Baseball Podcast Network. Thank you for tuning in to the Marlins Catch. We'll see you next time.